Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 16th of July. The data highlight today is US retail sales. The US consumer has certainly been willing to spend some of their accumulated savings as pandemic restrictions have eased. This is why the economy has bounced back rather than just recovered. The willingness of US consumers to spend money on things they do not need has meant that the economy has recovered faster and earlier than any conventional economic model would be capable of predicting. US retail sales does include restaurant spending, and so there should also be evidence of the switch to spending that passes the Instagram test. Consumers do seem to be determined to have fun. The US consumer has, of course, bounced back faster than manufacturers can make things, and this is why retailers have had to use inventories in their warehouses and storerooms to meet the rise in demand. We also have the US-Michigan Consumer Sentiment Opinion Poll. This has been increasingly subject to the forces of political polarisation. Politics has long played a role in distorting all sentiment opinion polls, but it is getting worse. Registered Democrats are basically saying that this is the best things have been since the data begins in 2006. Registered Republicans are very close to saying that this is the worst things have been since the data begins in 2006. Independents are on the side of the optimistic. The data will also include consumer inflation expectations. It cannot be stressed often enough. Consumers are absolutely useless at forecasting inflation. And this number only has any meaning if consumers believe their own inflation forecasts and change their economic behaviour as a result. Consumers have the good sense not to believe their own inflation forecasts as a rule. The Bank of Japan has announced initiatives to promote investment in climate change, essentially incentivising banks to make loans for green capital spending projects. The details are not a surprise. Later today, US Fed President Williams, who's one of the leading economic voices at the Federal Reserve, will be speaking on the topic of culture in the workplace. Why are central banks getting involved in things like climate change and corporate culture? The answer is that both of these things are potential threats to economic stability. Climate change is clearly having an economic impact, as the heat wave in the United States and floods in Germany make abundantly clear. Prejudice is perhaps the most significant threat to economic progress in the next two decades. Inflation is one threat to economic stability, and in the 1970s it was a major threat to economic stability. But if the raison d'etre of a central bank is to promote economic well-being, in a generally low inflation environment, central banks should consider issues like climate and culture. This does not mean that inflation should be ignored entirely, of course. The UK's House of Lords Economic Affairs Committee has issued a rebuke to the Bank of England over quantitative policy, suggesting that it is addicted to the practice and that this is creating asset bubbles. It paints a picture of the bank pushing up house prices and leaving, quote, youngsters unable to purchase a flat. The use of the word youngsters probably says quite a lot about the demographic makeup of the membership of the House of Lords Economic Affairs Committee. 
The Bank of England has tentatively moved to scale back quantitative policy, and the policy has probably had little direct impact on house prices. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.